go live. And welcome to the um, Hey Listen Gamescast. My name is Jeff. Uh, joining me here today is Nathan. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and also joining us is our good friend Rob Douglas. Hey guys, hey listen. So, um, today we are having our first ever episode of the Hey Listen Gamescast. Thank you so much uh, for those of you who are joining us here today. Um, today we're going to basically going be going through uh, four different main sections and uh yeah any uh opening remarks guys i'm excited let's get to it Dude, let's do this <laughs> all righty so our first topic here today is basically going to be a bio on us you know we assume most of you guys who are here for this first episode know one of the three of us in some capacity <laughs> but you probably don't know all of us if you do well you probably might learn something new about us so i'll go ahead and start and we're basically just giving our gaming background to you the audience so uh, my name is jeff um basically my gaming background is nintendo nintendo everything my dad uh had the nes super nes uh growing up so erase us on those as soon as the 64 came around, I had three other brothers, and so we got to play all four of us with the multiplayer. Lots of lots of days playing Mario Kart 64, strangling each other around Mario Party 64, <laughs> Good times. Um, Star Fox 64, you know, all those big 64 games, and then um, going up with the GameCube, Luigi's Mansion, found my love of Smash Bros. there in Melee. Um, I think probably the peak of my Nintendo fandom hit around right when the Wii came. I was stoked out of my mind. I waited in line for like 10 hours, saved up all my money. I was like my first year of high school. So got the Wii, um, enjoyed it for the first couple of years. But basically when I went off to college, there was that period where, you, you know, at the end of the Wii life cycle. There was that, like, was, that, that was a dark time. Yeah, the dark last time for Nintendo last fans. Last two, two years of no the, other system of for the Nintendo. Wii. Yeah, there was, there was nothing coming out. So I kind of played lots of 360 for about three or four years, got into... Halo, Gears of War, lots of those different types of games. Um, and then now, uh, I play a lot of Wii U, some, some 3DS now and then, and then primarily actually on PS4 now. PS4 is my first Sony console. I used to be really anti-Sony, but I uh, really enjoyed the PS4. I've been playing lots of different games on there, but basically my favorite genres are definitely platformers, all-time number one spot, you know, Mario, Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong, any platformer, you name, I probably played it before. Um, Even a lot of the PlayStation ones I missed out. I've gone back and played Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, a lot of those type of games. Mm -hmm. Um, Also a big fan of action-adventure games, um, fighting games, um, and then anything co-op, really. Like I said, loved playing games with my brothers growing up. Um, Basically, the only games I don't really play a lot of are, like, sim games, you know, realistic simulators and then most rpgs i won't say all rpgs because there are a few <laughs> like the nintendo ones you know yep. some of the mario rpgs mario rpg yeah. really really like mass effect huge mass effect fan mass effect. Uh, played through all three of those love the series to death <clears throat> really excited for the new one but that's enough about me uh go ahead rob all right so i'm rob i've been playing games for most of my life as well um i was sort of my family was never very rich so we we were kind of always on the hand-me-down games because you know i had three brothers so we 
couldn't really afford to pay for clothes, food, and games. <laughs> so we kind of had to make, we got a lot of hand-me-downs. I got the Sega Genesis right when the next generation of consoles were coming out. Same with the 64, got it right after everyone else was moving on to the PS2 and everything. So I was always a generation behind. This is actually the first generation. Well, I mean, I bought a 360 and um, had that one really late, but then everyone, no, no new system came out for like 12 years. <laughs> So I caught up there, and I have a PS4 now. Um, but I grew up playing with my brothers as well. We we were really competitive, and either we were playing against each other, we were playing co-op, or we were watching one of the others play a game. And so we spent a lot of time playing games together, which was a lot of fun. Uh, some of my favorite genres, I really love RPGs. Um, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like action and adventure games, things that are fast-paced. But I also really love games that just have a good story and fun gameplay. I'm sort of a universal gamer. I, I'll represent all the other consoles that these Nintendo nerds don't talk about. <laughs> um, what do I not like? I don't really enjoy most horror games, although I have been known to play them, especially with... Uh, <laughs> you don't enjoy them, but you play them? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> well, I mean... You know, you don't enjoy doing certain things, but there's just certain things that you just have to do. Like you just play, kind of force yourself to do it. Play through the Fear <laughs> series with Robert Conley in the middle. <laughs> um, I don't really enjoy most RTSs, although I do play Age of Empires and Civilization, but I'm not a huge... I'm, I don't really like any of them. And yeah. I have a great dislike for MMOs and MO, or MOBAs, I guess as we call them. I don't really like playing with other people. So- so you don't like the them esports, is what you're saying? Oh man, I I respect those guys, but I I can't do that. I All can't. Right. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Nathan. Uh, well, my name's Nathan, um, and I'm similar to Jeff. I'm also a lifelong Nintendo fan. Um, I grew up kind of playing the N64. That was the first console I had as a kid. Um, I had an NES hand me down when I was really little from a neighbor, but didn't really play it. Played the N64 a lot, so grew up playing. Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, kind of played that all the way through elementary school. Um, I kind of missed out on the GameCube PS2 era. Um, and then kind of got really back into video games early in high school. Um, I loved Nintendo, and so I wanted a Wii. So I spent, I worked a couple weeks uh, holding signs. You see, see those people out there dancing <laughs> on the sidewalk. That's how I earned enough money to buy my Wii. I bet you a great sign dancer. Um, and uh, didn't get it on launch, but got it a couple I weeks after. Uh, it was kind of a crazy story because my friend like called me at the store. He's like, dude, they have like three Wii's here. You have to go here right now. So I was like, mom, you have to take me to the store right now. So I went down, got my Wii, um, and played uh, played all the good games on there, like Super Mario Galaxy, Metroid Prime 3, um, Twilight Princess, all that good stuff, um, Super Smash Brothers, And then... Uh, when Nintendo kind of stopped making games for the Wii, like Jeff was talking about around 2009, <laughs> 2008, years. 2010. The end of the Wii. <laughs> it was like the end of high school for me, and I kind of just stopped playing video games. I was kind of focused on a lot of other things going on on, on in life. Um, and so I kind of fell away for a little bit. And then when I, when I went back to college, um, <laughs> I had a lot of friends who all little. played video games. I was like, well, I all take, right, I can get back into this. I take partial blame for that. Uh, <laughs> when, when I met Nathan, he's like, oh, yeah, I like the tune-up stuff. I haven't really played in a couple of years. And then, like... Ever since then, he's played video games all the time. So I'm sorry, uh, Nathan, but not really. So. No, I, I'm very thankful for you. Cause, uh, and I ended up, I got a PS3 um, in 2011. 
um, I got a great deal on one. So I got that and kind of got back into playing, started playing a lot of like third party games I had, I had never played before um, that I missed out on. Uh, probably my favorite series from there is I really love like Uncharted, the Uncharted series, um, like the infamous series on there. Oh, and yeah. a couple other ones. Those are great so, games. Yeah. Um, as far as genres go, I love um, action adventure. My favorite game series of all time is Legend of Zelda, easily. Um, <laughs> you guys will uh, realize that very, very soon. Later in the show, even. Uh, yes. Nathan's love for Zelda. Yes, exactly. Um, I like 3D platformers. Don't like 2D platformers. I'm terrible at them. But uh, 3D platformers, <laughs> I enjoy Mario um, and some others. And then I also like some sports games. I like to play Madden occasionally, and I'm a big NBA 2K guy. Um, that's that's Nathan which and is... game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like... I just downloaded it to my PS4. It's a free PS Plus game. So next week, uh, I'm going to jump in with you guys. You guys got to show me why it's so I, great. I am so proud. You can play <laughs> as the Seattle Supersonics from the 90s. Hey, so that's why I downloaded the Sonics, baby. All yep. the Sonics. So that's great. Um, and then uh, genres I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I don't really like a lot of uh, like JRPGs and stuff like that. Um, played a couple of Western RPGs. Uh, got into Skyrim like everyone else did, kind of in 2011, um, and a couple others. But not a huge RTS fan or MMO fan. Um, and uh, yeah, so Jeff, what are we doing in this show? <laughs> well, um, before we jump into our next section, I thought it'd be cool. And we're just gonna just real quick, just one minute, um, jump in. Just hey, what are one of our top favorite games of all time doesn't need to be necessarily your all-time favorite game but maybe one or two of our favorite games of all time just so you guys listening kind of know um what our game taste is like so i'll just go ahead and start it off by saying my top two favorite games of all time um would probably have to be donkey kong country 2 super nintendo um the music everything about that game i just love um it's actually in my super nintendo plugged into my tv right now um, and then also Mario 64, um, just being the first really big 3D game. Um, I just have so many cool memories of you know seeing Bowser for the first time in 3D, and I just love that game. It's you can still play it today. It's better than most games still come out today. So those are probably two of my top favorite games. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, nice games, Jeff. Uh, if I had to pick two, I'll go one old, one newer. Um, I really loved Ocar- The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, I love all the Zelda games, but that was the first 3D one that I played. Um, and just playing through that in 3D and the sequence and the story and kind of the openness of the world back then in 1998 was a little bit different than now. Um, so first time I played through that just took my breath away. It was awesome. Um, and then a little bit newer title, um, probably Uncharted 2. I played through that when I got my PS3. I played through all the Uncharted games. And... Uh, really enjoyed and uh loved just the the storytelling is awesome um the combat uh can be pretty fun and there's a lot of like uh, climbing and stuff like that like 3d climbing on walls and stuff that can be really neat um, which uh looks like you can uh do in the new zelda <laughs> yes. yeah link's like wait nathan drake can climb well so can i now <laughs> so uh but first time link can actually jump <laughs> exactly exactly that's well, gonna be weird. We'll, we'll definitely talk more about zelda new zelda um in a bit here uh but rob what are you, some of your favorite games um, definitely Zelda Ocarina of Time. That was probably one of the first games that I played more than once. Just loved the, I mean, just the whole gameplay and everything. It was the first game that, you know, uh, really challenged me. And playing that with my brothers, we spent forever on the Water Temple trying to figure that thing out. <laughs> when yeah, you, finally, when you finally figure it out, it's not as bad as, you know, the the first time through but the yeah, first it, time through was definitely frustrating yeah. and probably um i nathan and jeff make fun of me for this one 
on a daily basis. I am an Assassin's Creed nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I love all things Assassin's Creed and have played every single one of the series, the main series. Um, And I have, I'm most of the way through Assassin's Creed Syndicate as we speak, playing through it on PS4. But I I love Assassin's Creed, and my favorite one's number four, Black Flag, because... Oh my gosh, pirates! I, I may give you a hard time sometimes about being <laughs> such a big fan of Assassin's Creed, but I can't really have any room to talk. So I think I played all of them except for Black Flag and Syndicate. So yeah, I'm still working my way through. Best one so far. I know Black Flag. I hear Black Flag's the best one. It's still sitting shrink wrapped in my game collection. I feel terrible. Wow, wow. But hey, maybe this summer. Maybe this summer. You get that a lot from us guys. Just the the backlog. Is bigger than every single new video game that's coming out for the next twenty yeah. years. <laughs> wow! Yeah. So, well, I'm looking through the chat here, and it looks like Kyle saying Syndicate's pretty awesome. Um, and he asks Rob, "What would your dream location and time be for an Assassin's Creed game?" Real See, quickly. That's kind of an unfortunate question because they already did it. My dream location and time was the Caribbean during the 1700s, the Golden Age of Pirates, and so gotcha. they did that. Okay. And okay. I, I so you were it. hoping for that before they made four. I was hoping four. for that before that. I was actually, gotcha. um, when they did number two, I was like, they need to do a Pirates one. And they did. That's they awesome. They listened to my brainwaves awesome. that I sent. Also, uh, shout out to Devin in the in the chat <laughs> talking about the Water Temple. <laughs> he dubs evil. it as the greatest level in video game history. <laughs> well, that's a so bold troll. statement, Devin. <laughs> I... Uh, uh, I remember the first time I played through that water temple and I took a break because I got frustrated, came back to it like a month later and I'm like, I have no idea where I was, what I was doing. And so it took me like another couple months to beat it because I was just so turned around. But anyways, that's enough for section one. We got to move into section two. We're just going to go really quickly in this next section. And this is just basically our vision and our hope uh, for the show. And so basically uh, our format for the show was 30 minutes. We're not going to go more than 30 minutes. Um, and we're just doing once a week right now. Our set time is looking like it's going to be Tuesdays at seven o'clock Pacific, you know, right now. And, um, that might flex a little bit. I know I will be getting back from vacation next Tuesday around seven. So maybe we'll switch that around. Uh, we'll let you guys Tuesday know. Summer will be a little flexible because we all have full-time jobs and <laughs> Jeff has the summer off, but he's yeah, going on teaching and stuff. <laughs> and, and I both work at churches, so we have to have camps and all that stuff. Yeah. So you get, we're going off and Which doing all Which is a great stuff. time to plug our Twitter, <laughs> at HeyListen underscore games. Go ahead and follow us there, and we'll be posting lots of updates about um, when shows will be, um, topics, polls, different fun stuff. So make sure to follow us at HeyListen underscore games. Um, so basically, we're going to be doing 30-minute shows once a week. We're going to begin each show with what we're playing this week, why we like it, maybe why we don't like it. It could be current games, retro games. Um, today, we're actually going to end with this segment, but typically, we're going to open up yep. each show with you know what we're playing for the week. And um, then we will also do a section kind of on the news of the week. Um, obviously, you guys probably, our gamers, kind of know what's going on, um, whether you follow Twitter, IGN, whatever different personalities but we're going to give our unique takes on it kind of talk about um it and have fun with it um we love to kind of laugh and uh, joke around so i think that'll be a lot of fun um and just i think we are also going to do end with a special segment is that right rob 
Yeah, each week we are going to end with a different special segment. So each of us has our very own unique take on video games and what we like and what we enjoy and what we think about when we come to video games. And so we're going to take one week a month and we'll spotlight um, different things. So we're going to spotlight an underrated game as well as we're going to do some different segments. Um, I'm going to be doing what I call questions of the day, and this could be top lists. I'll ask Jeff and Nathan some of their top lists, uh, some of their favorites, the best of the best, et cetera. You know, could even be listener questions and that sort of thing. Um, we'll also we'll have another segment, what's called our personal biggest gaming fails of the week. Nathan will fill this one up pretty <laughs> quickly. Um, and we have videos of him trying to play video games on several occasions that are huge fails. But all, those all will of be us... released slowly throughout the, <laughs> the life of the show. We can all show of us have that. our big fails that we do, and I mean we're gamers. We mess up. It's fun. Um, we'll also have another segment. It's called Nathan's Backlog, and each week it'll feature a title that he owns but hasn't finished yet, and we'll discuss why he hasn't finished it. And he has lots of great reasons, anywhere from his dog needed to be fed to the game was too hard. So we'll That's have... the reason for all of them. Hint. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have a segment. Jeff is, Jeff's segment is basically the history of video games, including series like Mario or Zelda or even different genres, um, different, you know, the history of RPGs or platformers and that sort of thing. And we'll also talk about what he, what the video games did right and what they did wrong and how it compares to others. So we're all looking really forward to that end of the episode segment. Yeah, and like we said, it'll be different special segments, and we hope that every week um, we'll have unique things in each exactly, episode. Exactly, mix it up. Um, yeah. You know, we'd love to have, you know, one or two questions of the day with Rob, maybe give a quick section with Nathan in his backlog, do a history segment maybe once or twice a month, and then questions from you guys. Um, for those of you who can't t- tune in live to the chat, uh, hit us up on Twitter um, at HeyListen underscore games, and we'd love to uh, discuss some topics or questions you guys might have uh, for us during the show. Yep. Um, and for those of you who are listening live or maybe can't listen live next week, you can always download the show um, on Spreaker.com, which um, the U- URL, of course, is just Spreaker.com uh, slash user slash hey, listen. We'll be live here every week. Um, so, moving on. Section three. E3 was this I last hear, week. I hear that's a, oh, that's a big goodness. topic lately. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe just a little bit. Um, E3 definitely isn't maybe quite as big of a show as it used to be, you know, yep. 10 years ago or so. But there still was a lot of um, announcements that came out. There were surprises. Mm-hmm. There were games that blew us away. Some companies had tons of games. Some companies, <clears throat> Nintendo only had one <laughs> game. Uh, yeah. But uh, basically, I thought we would start off with talking about which games we are each most excited about. So um, Nathan's been uh, waiting here all episodes. Uh, all, right, all right, all uh, right. Uh, well, talk about Zelda, so go ahead. As you know, I'm a huge Zelda fan, so Zelda Breath of the Wild just blew me away. Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect. I love the art style they're going with. Um, I actually loved Wind Waker, and I love the combination of kind of the Wind Waker and Skyward Sword art style mixed together. It look, game looks absolutely beautiful. Um, they had said it was going to be open world. I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um, but the way you can interact with the game, you know, you can cut down trees. You can um, find different weapons and stuff like that. And uh, they actually break. Um, you can cook. 
you can explore, you can climb, you can climb on the surface of the rock. That's like everything is going to be open. So the game looks absolutely breathtaking. Um, I kind of watched, I probably watched about an hour of the total coverage. They had a, like, I think they had like almost two days straight of coverage on Nintendo games, specifically a lot on Zelda. But um, I didn't want to spoil too much, so I only watched a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm completely sold. That game definitely is my easily my most excited game. Game of the show, most excited game I'm excited for um, for how, until however long it comes out. Nintendo's saying March, but we'll see. I, I've kind of... It's already been delayed. It's already been delayed two years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, so that sounds like it's your favorite upcoming Nintendo NX game, right? Uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm not convinced on NX yet. It's going to be a Wii U game too, so I might pick it up on Wii U. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and we could probably do whole episodes based on nx news and rumors and stuff later on but basically for those of you who don't know the new legend of zelda was uh, announced to be on the wii u um back before they even showed anything about the game and uh it was also going to be on nintendo's new system codenamed nx which is coming out next march supposedly so um it'll be dual platform which i think is a good sign because it maybe says you know nintendo nx will be more of a standard powerful console it's not going to have a you know weird gimmicky controller which i think you know the gamepad and we we were cool for a while but i think we're both kind of everyone's kind of ready for them to just you know do a more yeah standard yep. console and focus more on just the games yep. which, which Zelda, that's what it's looking like they're doing yeah and zelda's Zelda. a great example yep. of that they're looking at other popular games like you know skyrim which are other games and saying okay what are these games doing well how can we make zelda modern but still keep the zelda look and I would say that's probably my uh, most excited game about the show as well. Yep. But um, uh, we don't want to spend the whole episode talking about Zelda. We got because we could. Yeah, we could. We got we got about eight more minutes left in our show. Um, so I'll just mention a few other ones we have on our list here. Um, the new God of War I thought looked really cool. Um, each of us have had a little bit of experience with God of War, playing about one of the game, one or two of the games. Um, this is a lot different. It's not really anything like the other God of War games, and I think. The direction they're going for really works with the over-the-shoulder camera. And it camera. looks gorgeous. Yeah, it, it does look really, really it looks pretty. So good. Um, the the pictures and the color and everything. It's going to be. I, I'm excited about it simply for the gameplay, more yeah. so than even the fact that it's God of War. Yeah. Well, and I, it looks really interesting because before you know it was kind of a just hardcore action cameras fixed kind of um, further out, um, and now cameras kind of behind the shoulder. It looks like it yeah, might be yeah. more similar to like something like Shadow of Mordor, Mordor. Um, kind of style yeah, action, yeah, almost or, Uncharted or Tomb Raider, yeah, Uncharted even. or Tomb yeah, Raider. Yeah. So we'll see. Definitely um, excited because I played God of War one and two and uh, had a, had a lot of fun with it, but it was kind of kind of over with the whole style. And it looks like they're going for a little bit. Um, more of a story More than just Kratos story. being angry all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's good. Um, Rob, you want to mention a couple of the other shooters you really? I'll mention a couple of these other ones. Horizon Zero Dawn. We'll talk about that one on another episode because oh my gosh, it looks incredible. And there's but that about one's it. been talked about for so much already. And I think that was at last year's E3. It event. was. That's, yeah, when, that's it when it was announced. Revealed, so I we think. don't need to talk about that one for this E3. And then another one that I'm really excited about, but this is also announced before the show and e3 this week was battlefield one but we already knew pretty much everything we did going into e3 that was announced at e3 but i mean even still we're excited that a video game is actually going to the untouched era of world war one which is completely untalked about 
in most video games. I mean, there's probably only six or seven video games total that talk about World War One. Yeah. And then one that I'm actually really excited, which I didn't think I would be excited about, is uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Part of the reason for that is because just the whole idea of the drug cartel and taking down the whole, you know, going against the cartel is something that's been covered in a couple of new modern movies and, you know, movies in the last few years. And it looks like you can almost play it like you would um, actual soldiers. And so that's just really attractive to me. And I, I might even break my um, code and of honor on no online multiplayers for that. <laughs> you do have wow. that code. That's uh, yeah. That it looked it looked thing. interesting. I watched the demo and it actually reminded me. I haven't played. I haven't really played Metal Gear Solid Five, but I know Jeff, you played that a lot. Um, yeah. And it reminded me of that because it's like open world. You can kind of choose to tackle objectives however mm-hmm. you want. And stuff yeah, like that. I, I love games that let you kind of choose your own way to solve missions. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing about Metal Gear Solid Five. I've been playing mm-hmm. through that, and like it'll give you objective, and you can solve it stealthily. You can go in guns blazing. There's lots of different ways you can solve. It. So you really are making your own story. So yeah. I think that is a really cool aspect about it. That's going to give Ghost Recon really a new kind of. Um, uh, different unique thing that it, the series really needs so uh, moving on uh, we're going to talk about our biggest surprises of the show I'll go ahead and yes. start off and say <laughs> one word one hyphenated word <laughs> Spider-Man oh my goodness I was watching the press conference live with Nathan here you can probably attest that was the only moment of the Sony press conference where I like literally jumped out of my seat going like oh my goodness as soon as I saw like New York City I'm like could it be this looks like Spider-Man stomping grounds and Sure enough, uh, Insomniac, uh, developers of Ratchet & Clank, um, Sunset Overdrive, a couple other really good uh, games this generation are making an exclusive Sony Spider-Man game, which is awesome because I've bought almost every Spider-Man game in the last five years, and most of them are terrible. <laughs> like, I'm a yeah, huge Spider-Man fan, so I, I feel obligated to play through them. them. I get them for like cheap, like five, yeah. ten bucks, yeah. and they've been oh, out yeah, for a yeah. while, but... Um, I'm excited to get a Spider-Man game that's going to hopefully be really, really good, and... I'm really excited for whenever that comes out. Um, also, a big surprise for me was the Batman Arkham uh, VR experience. I thought initially it was going to be about the Telltale Batman when they showed it in the conference, but um, I was actually looking up some stuff about it, and uh, I think it sounds pretty cool. I mean, I'm not getting the VR, but that would be definitely one of the experiences I would love to try if I did have I, a VR headset. so I'm almost on the opposite side of that because I almost think I wish they had talked more about the Telltale Batman than Arkham VR because v- Arkham VR sounds a little uh, sellout. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Rocksteady's probably putting a lot of their developers on whatever their next project is. I'm sure this is just a few guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's kind of more Dead of Redemption so probably too. only be like an hour or two <laughs> short. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I think Rocksteady is working on something else, I'm sure. So Red Dead that'll Redemption probably be in like next year. Yeah. Um, what something were some Cowboys. of the other surprises uh, for you, Rob? Okay, one of the ones that I always, I thought was really interesting is it's a game called We Happy Few. And while the trailer was a little, I mean, it's definitely dark, it's a little creepy, but it has that, like, it's made by the same guys who made the Bioshock series. Um, Not the same company, because 2K Gaming, I believe, closed, um, got bought out by Microsoft and broken down, because Microsoft does that to everyone. But it's the same guys who did Bioshock, and so I think it looks really interesting, because it's kind of got that original Bioshock or Bioshock Infinite, sort of the the moral, philosophical 
questions and challenges that make you really think about things. I'm really excited about that. And the other one was uh, Days Gone. And I really did not hear anything about this before this. And Days Gone is this open world biker gang zombie apocalypse one with like hordes upon hordes upon hordes. It looks really insane. Zombies. <laughs> it looks so intense. Looks like I was world sweating Z, yeah. watching the trailer. Yeah, world, world I wasn't Z. even playing. I was sweating. So I'm, I'm actually really excited about that one. Um, also, I think we could all say a pretty big surprise to the show was Microsoft unveiling not one new Xbox One, but two <laughs> new Xbox yeah. The press conference yeah, was so long. so long. They got to the end, they were like, like, oh, by the way, we have another new console coming out. So they announced a new Xbox One coming out in August, $299, uh, more power, can do 4K, all that kind of it's stuff. a lot smaller, too. A lot which smaller, is nice which is good, yeah. And then they have a new one dubbed the most powerful machine ever made coming out next year. Um, we'll see how that changes the console landscape. We'll do an episode about that more later. Yep. Some of the weirdest games of the show, we've only got about a minute left, so we're just going through these quickly. Um, Call of Duty, I thought it looked really good. I'm like, what is this game? This looks interesting. I'm like, what? That's Call of Duty? Like, Usually, <laughs> I, I've never played Call of Duty. I'm not really interested, but I will say the space aspect looked interesting. Death Stranding, it's Kojima. What can you say? <laughs> Super uh, <laughs> weird trailer. Kojima coming out on the light bridge was awesome. Yeah. Um, really funny. The trailer, I don't know. That game's a long ways away, though, so yeah, not going to get Kojima has really weird decisions. There's weird <laughs> Japanese stuff in his yeah, games, but stuff. there are also like these amazing pieces of art that you can really appreciate. So um, basically, we only got a minute left, so we are just going to quickly talk about what we're playing this week, and then we are going to sign off. So... Um, what I was playing this week was Riptide GP2, really fun wave race type game for PS4, as well as Ratchet and Clank, and I actually got the platinum trophy for both those games this week. Felt really nice, accomplished. Nice. Rob, yeah, what are you, nice. where were you playing this week? I've been playing Fallout 3. I know Fallout 3 came out like 20 years ago, but I'm back to playing Fallout 3, playing through it for the first time, and just kind of because you know Fallout 4 came out, so I was like, I should play through Fallout 3. Sounds fun. Awesome. And then Nathan, uh, lots of Overwatch and starting with the new Mass Effect. Gotta love Mass Effect. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Um, this has been a great first episode. Um, we will look forward to hopefully seeing you guys here next week. This All is right. Jeff signing off. And this is Nathan. Have a and good this week. This is Rob. <laughs>